We are stoned and that's okay. So why don't you just stay? Sit back and listen. You don't know what you're missing. It's talking stone while getting sports. Humans, you are listening to Talking Stone while getting sports. Episode 46. My name is Morgan. The person is about to say player, but this is not a game that you're about to hear is Austin. How is it going, buddy? You're goddamn right. This isn't a game. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, had a good week. Uh, work's been good. Uh, Weather has been either really nice or crazy windy or rain. Um, but uh, garden's looking good. We just had a nice meal with a whole bunch of ingredients from the garden. So that was lovely. And uh, yes, yeah, it's been a good week. Well, that's all uh, good stuff to hear. Um, I don't really have much to say. So I might as well get right on to uh, plugs over here. Um, oh, hold on a second, though. Oh, that. Well, you there was there was something that you didn't tell me. Oh no, no, it, it, it's fine. We'll just we'll just move on past that and and don't even worry about it. Now I'm worried. No, no. Um, uh, I guess I should say that. Uh, uh, I happened to uh, on Thursday get stabbed. <clears throat> Pardon? <laughs> I said on Thursday I happened to get stabbed. Uh, Not okay. the way that you're probably thinking. <laughs> I got okay, my- now I'm intrigued. I got my uh, vaccine. I think we're talking at the same time, but. Oh, so I got stabbed by a professional with a needle. Ah, I also did that on uh, Thursday. Also this Thursday? Yeah. Uh, what time? Uh, three thirty. Oh, I was ten thirty. Oh, and I guess that's BC time, so that's seven thirty here. So, yeah, um, I beat you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I also had to work, so. I'm I had the day off. <laughs> um, no, it was a. Uh, it went fine for me. Um, I managed to book it on Monday, just prior to Thursday, and went to the pharmacy a couple blocks from my place. Got stabbed, and they told me I had to wait there for 15 minutes, and then I was good to go. Got a little sticker. Uh, got the Pfizer shot. If anyone's curious. Uh, hey, what up, Pfizer bros? Yeah, and my arm was just a little sore. It just basically felt like I got punched or something. Now it's fine. Same. Um, other than that, over the weekend, I played. Uh, we were able to get somewhat back to normal, so... Having some game nights with some buddies, playing some Gloomhaven. I fucking love that game. It's so good. Um, still trying to figure out my 
cats issues. So that's been kind of irritating me. But there's also um, good cat twin news, and that July 11th um, is our target date for um, basically stuff more or less going back to normal. We won't have to wear masks everywhere. We won't. We'll start be able to go to like we have a concert an announcement for next February. The X is coming back here this summer. Um, oh shit! Yeah, stuff is really starting to look up. The vaccines are in schools. We're the first province in, in Canada to have vaccine for 12 year 12 year olds and up in inside school systems so awesome all good news um i've also heard that bc numbers are going down a little yes bit. they are yeah we were for a while we were around 700 a day new cases and last i saw we were closer to two yeah that's awesome hearing your numbers and we're also going downhill. My work's not as busy now, so that's that's a good sign since we deliver linen to hospitals still. Yeah. But that's enough of me. I don't know if Austin has any other things he wants to share. Um if not, then he can share his plugs. Yeah, so you can follow the uh, podcast on Twitter at Podstone. Uh, you can follow me at Steve Fitzgerald as well on Twitter. You can also check out the Instagram page, TSWGS Pod, Talking Stone While Getting Sports Pod. Uh, there I will occasionally post photos of the shout out of the weeks and also hopefully some point clips because everybody loves a good clip, right? Um, and then Morgan. Um, yeah, you can follow me at the Twitter or you can use at CatsMorgan2. Um, however way, you'll find me one way. You'll figure it out. Um. You're smart people. Yeah, I'm a little stoned, so I can't remember if Austin's great you all stuff. Um, if not, then I'll put a question on my horrible That's all the, I guess, what all new. Um, I was going to point out that often to say everyone likes clips. It all depends what you're getting clipped by. The video clip, love them. If I'm getting clipped by a car, not a fan. That's, that's if, fair. If you're a hockey player, if you're getting clipped by... Another hockey player, I guess. <laughs> um, we'll actually kind of talk a little bit about uh, getting clipped very aggressively um, in the hockey world, but something that I quite enjoy and I've been very much enjoying this year. I'm just going to get right to it and the NHL playoff. Holy fuck has it been. A... <laughs> it's been wild. I love it. Um, 
I guess right off the bat, since we weren't able to do the Canadian versus Jets pick, we should get that out of the way now. We did do it off air because we didn't want to do the pick now when they're already three games in. Canadians Canadians were up 3-0 in the series already, so we didn't really want to base our pick on that. Um, So we messaged each other. I wrote down our pick, so I just saw I shared the mass. Austin went with the Habs um, in six games with a four goals differential. Has... Well, I guess you can't change it, change it. But I was going to ask if that's changed, but that's not an option. We've discussed that. I've also went with the Habs in well, five games and three goals differential. Sorry, buddy. No, all I was going to say is Winnipeg can still have a good game or two. They definitely could. Yep, I'm picking. They're going to. I think they're going to. They're not going to get swept. I honestly think they're going to win game four here. If I want my prediction to be right, then they have to win game four. <laughs> um, and besides this game, it has been reasonably close scoring. It's been a low scoring. I love it. So that four and three goals differential, I mean, Austin has a lot better chance of getting a point on that. Because it's price is right rules, so as long yeah. as he's closer without going over, <laughs> right, then you'll get a point. The only I way have... that you'll get the point is if it's three. Yes. So, whatever. I did, did that to myself. Um, so be it. But we got that out of the way. I also wanted to point out, I found this out today is that the Canadians were actually the lowest record of the teams that made the playoffs. Yep. So I'm going to really possibly see another bleed situation. There was a coach change. They squeaked into the playoffs. Now they're doing great. They're, uh, they're peaking at the right time. What's your... What's your thought? I know um, well, Toronto, your Stanley Cup pick is out in the running, but this is true. Points there, but on kind of like a side note, do you see the Canadians coming off another Blues situation? I, uh, I'm uh, I'm on the fence about that because what we've seen so far from them has been very good. Uh, they just beat, they just beat Winnipeg tonight five to one. Yes. So I don't know. It's they've looked like a very dominant team, and I just like I said, they're hot at the right time. So if they cool off. I think there's a lot of other very good teams that could take care of them. But then again, Carey Price has been on fire. So if Carey Price can keep yeah. it up, then Montreal can as well. Yeah, he, like game two, he's got his 
eighth playoff shutout. Like he, he only let him one goal tonight, and there was amazing chance by the Jets. Yeah. Um, but since we're talking about the Canadians and the Jets, um, just now I decided to jump ahead and let's talk about the Mark Shifley and Jack Evans situation. Jake Evans. Jake Evans, sorry. <clears throat> um, I'm just going to say my piece because I've watched the hit multiple times. Um, it was going in for the empty net. Um, the puck, from my view, seemed to be clearly in the net. And Mark Shifley just leveled Evans. Um, I I personally think it was absolutely dirty, um, disgusting. Uh, and he kind of launched at Evans' head. And in doing so, Shifley got a four-game suspension. Obviously, Shifley's not happy about it. Evans is out indefinitely with a concussion. So, I mean, he's not going to appeal or anything like that, especially since it's under the six-game suspension. But it was a huge hit. I've said my piece, so I'm very curious what Austin's thought of that hit was. Yeah, so I wasn't watching the game when it happened, but I obviously saw the clip and I watched it a couple times and I actually saw like a breakdown of it. Uh, Somebody did a breakdown like slow-mo back and forth, like showing what happened. And yeah, I agree. It was, it was very dirty. It, there, uh, there was no need for that. And like you said, it seemed like he kind of launched into it. So that just kind of adds to it. I, I do think, I don't, I think he could have skated faster. Like he did coast a little bit, but it still was very aggressive. So I think the suspension is justified. And like you said, it's under the six games. So I believe the only arbitrator is Gary Bettman and he's very unlikely to overturn any kind of decision. They can't go to an independent, I believe, if it's under six games. Yeah, that's what I get from my understanding as well. But I'm not professional on the rules or anything like that. But Yeah, so Shafley knows that if he appeals, Gary Bettman's almost 100% not going to overturn uh, George Peros. Um, the last time Mark Shafley, though, this is just a little side note, was out for a good chunk of time was actually in 2020 playoffs against Calgary. And that appeared to be a huge loss on the scoring front then. And it's kind of showing it might be the same case now. Oh, I think it's a huge loss. Mark Shifley is, he is not defensively very good, but his, the offense he brings to that team is very important. Yeah, it's uh, it's been clear because they've only scored um, well one goal in the last two games. I forget how many goals they scored in the uh, first game, but Shifley was 
playing that game. So yeah. Um, anything else you want to? Now we'll back up a little bit. Anything else you want to add to the the playoffs in general? Um, um, well, yeah, I just want to say I am uh, not super happy about my Stanley Cup pick being already out in the first round. Um, but what a Toronto way to do it, you know? Be up 3-1 in the series. You've won three games in a row after losing your captain in a horrific injury. You or hit, incident, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, three games in a row, and then you are down in the next one. You come back, bring it to overtime, lose. Down in the next one, come back, bring it to overtime to lose. And then you lose again. Like it, it's such a Toronto way to do it. Like they couldn't just win. They couldn't just win one more game and get to the second round. They couldn't do it. So I don't yes. know. I don't know. Um, Avalanche finally, since last time we spoke, they finally lost a game. <laughs> Just like Canadians, they were both on a well, both on a six-game win streak. Um, yeah, I think they're actually playing as we speak. Are they? Not um, end of the second period. Vegas are up three to one, and uh, I'm kind of a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, a little worried about the my pick for the Hurricanes and the Lightning series. Oh yeah, Tampa's looking pretty good, but never say never. We've seen teams. Well, we see Montreal come back from three one. Exactly. That so, wasn't that long ago. Um, Bruins Islanders have tied two two. Like we yeah. said, a very very exciting playoffs all around. And excuse me, it's just going to get even more exciting in my mind because before we know it, we're going to have Canadian teams playing against American teams and well just one Canadian team. Well yes, yeah, sorry, Canadian team. It might be the Canadians. It very well might be. Um yeah, it's just that's gonna hold put a whole new level onto the playoffs. Um it does sound like they will be changing the rules for being able to cross the border and all that stuff. Um, which is going to be kind of weird for seeing, say if it's Montreal playing against um, American team, they're going to have a bunch of fans there. I know Montreal has some fans, but nothing compared to what states are doing right now. So not even close. That's going to be like, it's going to be tough because they're going to have huge home ice advantage. Yep. Uh, Yeah. I can't, I'm stoned and I can't stop talking about the playoffs. You guys can probably tell I'm very excited. Very excited. 
we should probably move on. And there's something else in the mix of all the playoff news. There is a lottery happened. I can't remember if we, I guess we didn't talk about it because it happened after um, we recorded. But I guess just real quick, I thought I'd say that the Sabres, they end up winning the first overall pick um, in this coming up draft, which the first round is July 23rd. The second to seventh round is July 24th. Um, Seattle ended up getting the number two pick. I just thought I'd throw the top five real quick. Anaheim, number three pick. New Jersey, number four. Columbus, number five pick. Um, Not really much to say. I'm just going to pass it off to Austin. He's the hockey guy, so what's your thought on the top fives, I guess? Yeah, I mean, um, I think Buffalo could definitely use some more talent, but I mean, they have a lot of young talent. It's not, I don't think that's the problem. Guys like Casey Middlestad, Jack, Jack Eichel, Rasmus Dahlin, um, they got a few others. Like, it's it's not, it's not like there's a lack of young talent, but Buffalo, kind of like Toronto, just seems to be cursed. Um, and maybe it's because they're so close geographically. I don't know. Um, it's, it's a weird thing, but hopefully it helps them out. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Canucks aren't picking top five, so whatever, that sucks. But, I mean, <laughs> what are you going to do, right? Yeah, I believe they're picking, I, I want to say, like, 12th or something the Canucks are picking. I think they're picking ninth. Ninth, and I guess it's probably I, the Flames are picking. Maybe that's twelfth. I'm thinking of. I'm I'm not sure exactly, but if if uh, I remember correctly, the Canucks drafted um, Bo Horvat uh, ninth overall. Yeah. So. So. Who knows? Um, that hasn't really helped you guys that much yet. Hey, now. But time will tell. Um, something else that time will tell a lot, on is the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um... I believe, if I remember correctly, you were kind of talking about they might be possibly moving the player Seth Jones. Yeah. Um, well, I came across of a list of seven possible teams that you could see him possibly get traded to. I'm just going to go through them and just see what you think of kind of the chance of him getting to these particular teams and you get the draft. So we got the LA Kings, 
the Chicago Blackhawks, Edmonton Oilers, uh, Philadelphia Flyers, Montreal Canadiens, Detroit Red Wings, and Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, there's definitely a few teams that caught my eye with um, uh, with that one of them being the Oilers, other one being the Leafs. Um, even the Canadians caught my eye as well. Um, I ask this quite often: What do you think of this possible seven? Teamless. Yeah. Um, well, here's what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to whittle it down. Uh, I like whittling down things. Whatever that I don't means. Think, I don't think he's going to Detroit. I just don't think they're in a position to want him. I don't think it makes sense for Detroit. Not in a rebuild. Not in my mind. No. Seth, Seth Jones is in win now mode, and Detroit is not. So, I think they're out. Um, Edmonton, if they don't keep Tyson Berry, I could see them definitely going after Seth Jones. Definitely see that being a reality. Um, I don't think he goes to Toronto. I've actually heard a little bit of something, a uh, possibility with Toronto, because... Uh, sorry, just a quick sidestep. Um, there are Morgan Riley is up uh, in his contract in Toronto, and there's word that he might not resign there. Um, and if that's the case, they might actually go after uh, Dougie Hamilton, who's also up. Oh, now from he's playing Carolina. Yeah, well, that could be interesting. Because they're, from what I hear, it's like uh, they're they're kind of they want more defensive defensemen and not just like yeah, that's what they need. They have players that can put the puck in the net. That's not the issue. Exactly. They need players to help protect the goalie, basically. Pretty much. But uh, um, yeah, I think that's all I got for now. No, I I love it. I kind of. I think I agree with everything you say. Um, I don't see him going to the Kings. Um, no, I don't think the Kings make sense. Um, kind of for the same reason it wouldn't make sense for the Red Wings. So, yeah, is this is a very interesting list, and we'll see what happens in the off season and I would definitely take him on the Canucks. Yeah, I I wouldn't mind him on the Flames either. Um I don't see that being at all happening. Um right. But you never know. I've seen crazier things happen. Crazier things have happened. But this is what the so-called professionals put out. So this is what we're going by. So this is all I have on NHL news. You have anything else to add before we move on? I got nothing. I know you're excited to move uh, to the next segment. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I don't have a elk call on me. 
Um, I could kind of outperform by Elks. I'm not going to. The reason why I'm talking about Elks, you guys might be, what the hell is Morgan talking about? Edmonton has finally named their football team, and they are now officially known as the Edmonton Elks. That silence right there. <laughs> that tells you a lot. Austin says a lot. Yeah, I, uh, I, I mean, it's obviously better than their last name, but it's not. I don't know. I was hoping maybe for like Eagles. I feel like Eagles is better. Um. I still would have went with Empire. They trademarked that a long time ago. To me, they're talking about going with Empire for quite some time. Like, this is not the first time that they've at least been threatened to change the name from Eskimos. Um, they didn't prior. Now they actually changed it. Um, it's they were going to go with if it sounded like they were going to go with Empire then. I don't know why they didn't now. They have Empire trademark now. They have Elks trademark. It also can start another controversy with. Is elk a proper word? I'm not an English person. Apparently, when you're talking about a team name, um, it's actually proper to have it as the pearl be elks instead of just elk. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that makes sense because you're not you're not actually talking about elk, right? You're Talking about a team. Yeah, I get. I watched the entire interview. They checked with um, the university in Alberta. They checked with a lot smarter people than me. Um, probably a lot smarter people than them, if I'm being honest. <laughs> when it comes to English language. Um. <clears throat> So for all the people on Facebook, I'm sorry, you're wrong. Um, I know that's not going to stop anyone. <laughs> no one cares what I have to say. But yeah, I I really don't have much more to say about their name. Um, we'll get to it in a bit here. They're logo is um, in my mind interesting. Again, we'll get to that. Um, Anything else you want to say about it's just nice that we don't have to call them the Edmonton football team anymore. I will agree with that. Um, I just think my this is just my personal opinion. I feel like Edmonton Empire sounds like a lacrosse team. 
No, that's uh, everyone's um, right to their own opinion. And I don't necessarily disagree with that. It's just weird that the football team trademarked both names. Um, Empire, it does sound like, was the other, like when they did like fan votes and all that stuff, it does sound like it was the other. Basically, Elks and Empire were top one and top two within the vote. So maybe that's why they went with Elk. Maybe they also agree with Austin, thinking it sounds more like a lacrosse team. Um, from my understanding, I don't think they have a lacrosse team right now because Saskatchewan has their lacrosse team. <laughs> um, so maybe we'll see a lacrosse team called Empire. Who knows? I don't know how that works exactly. Um, but we have CFL love their dates. They love throwing out their dates. They threw out another one. June 14th is apparently the latest we will know for sure. Excuse me. About the August 5th, 14 game season, return to play, all that stuff. So I'm not sure the exact date today we got the sixth so that's was that eight games did I do that right I think so um I think so I'm a little bit anyway yeah eight days so about a week we will know what's going on with the football I strongly, strongly believe that they are going to have a season. It will happen. The one province that's right now is Ontario. They might just be basically play all their weapon games until they're able to play in their own stadium, something like that. I'm just talking. Oh, my butt, basically. <laughs> um what do you think of this having this exact date of knowing for sure about the August 5th date? It's basically um, just a date after a date, but... Yeah, but I think... I don't know. I I think they're just trying to keep everyone positive and, like, in the loop and just, like, aware. I don't know. I, I, I don't see it as a bad thing. No, it's definitely not a bad thing. Um, I'm just hoping that's good news. I think it's good news. I strongly believe it's good news. But I've been wrong before, and I'll be wrong again. But speaking of opinions and having different opinions, there was a ranking, and since there was a new... CFL team name. They also came out with a new logo. So there was on Three Down Nation, there was an, another, there was a ranking. Usually you see like 
the power rankings, all that type of stuff. We got the CFL logo rankings. So me and Austin, I we went from worst to best. Um, we'll just go back and forth and just say what our list is for our favorite or our least favorite to our favorite CFL logo. So um, I'll go right off the bat. My least favorite logo is the Edmonton Elks. Um, sorry, it's not just the team name. Um, it's that it's that weird antler. It's kind of morphed to me. Doesn't look good. I don't like it. Damn. Um, I personally think they should have still stuck with their traditional double E logo. Um, since they still have a double E name. But that's my thought. Austin, what's your worst? Yeah, so that might be a controversial opinion for some people. Not for others. I know that's uh, it's a controversial logo. I'm not going that direction. Uh, my worst, my number nine out of nine, the worst logo in the CFL. <laughs> the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. All it is is a fucking W. It's just a fucking W. They're just it's it's a W. It's like <laughs> the Cleveland Browns of the CFL. The Cleveland Browns, their logo is just brown. It's a color. So it's just a letter. It's a fucking letter. So Winnipeg, yeah, you're last. Ninth. Gross. Well, for me. <laughs> I don't have Winnipeg much better because they are number eight. Yeah, I figured. Kind of. Why? 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 Maybe because every day I, I'm alive, I'm wearing some type of green, and I hate anything to do with Winnipeg when it comes to sport teams. <laughs> that might have something to do with it. Okay, well, I also hate their logo. Basically, for the exact same reasons. For you, very, very plain. There really isn't much more to say about that. Um, my oh, sorry. I guess you have your number eight. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I just wanted to get one in quick there. No so worries. my number eight goes to the Calgary Stampeders. Wow. It's a fucking horse with a circle. <laughs> Whoop de fucking do. Like, I don't know. It's just it's very uninspired. I don't I don't I don't like it. I don't like Calgary, to be honest. I don't like the Stampeders. I don't like anything they stand for. I don't like anything about anything to do with that team. So um including the logo. So yeah, get out of here. Nope, number eight, Calgary. All right, number seven for me. Kind of similar reasons for why you didn't like Calgary. It's not Calgary. It is the Tie Cats. It's it's your name above a tiger. Um, it's kind of 
it's not not the worst because it's kind of a bit more aggressive. Um, yeah, tie cats. That's what I got. These, so okay, this is interesting. This is where we uh, we get along here because I also have Hamilton at seven. Um, I I agree with you. It's again, it's an animal with the circle. Now, I will say they did add on to what Calgary did and put a name on there, but I don't think that gives you that that gives you one higher spot. That's it. So Hamilton, you're seventh. Well, number six. One of the red teams, but they're more red than another team, the Calgary San Peters. Okay. Um I I actually like the Christmas the crispness of the horse. It's a old timey logo. It stands out if you see it, you know what you're talking about or you know what you're looking at. Um yeah. Calgary Tan Peters, number six. Okay, so my number six, I went with uh, the Edmonton Elks. I, uh, I'm i definitely differing with you on this logo. I kind of dig it. I like the modern design. It actually kind of reminds me a little bit of like Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA. So I think it's a cool design. I think it looks a lot more modern than the rest of the designs. Um, so I put uh, them as number six. Um. I could honestly, for my number five and my number six pick, I could interchange them. Um, I put number or Calgary at number six because I dislike the team more. Uh, but we got the BC Lions. Again, simple but crisp. I kind of like the simplicity to these logos um, enough where I don't put them at the bottom. So what is your number five pick? My number five pick, I went with the boat. I went with the Toronto Argonauts. I think that that is a great logo. Um, I just, I think it's well-designed. I think it looks good. It's it's distinct. And, uh, yeah, so it's number five. Um, where are we at? Number four. Aggressive. It's, I like the uh, squiggly lines around that R. I'm talking about the Ottawa Red and Blacks. Um, yeah, I already said why I like it. It's aggressive. It's nice capital R. It's still simple, but it's not as simple as the other logos. I'm going Ottawa for my fourth day. Yeah, so another uh, another one we got in common. I really liked. I, I like that again. It's it's simple, but not in a bad way. I like I like the aggressive like zigzag. It gives it a edge, 
You know what I mean? So, yeah, I have them as four as well. My number three pick. This is probably going to shock everyone that knows me that I don't have them as number one. It's probably a giveaway what I'm about to say. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders come in for number three. For wow. Um, it's kind of sim- similar reasons of why I picked the Stamps, but I love the Riders, so they get basically those three points just because they're amazing. Um, but if you look at that logo, you know <laughs> what you're looking at. You see that logo in Mexico. You see that logo all over the world. I see it in BC uh, a lot. I love that logo. I love that team. Last one, number three. Awesome. We're getting close to number one. Three more to go. What's yours? Yeah, number three. We got uh, the BC Lions. I have BC at three because um, I dig it. I, I like their logo. You got the initials. You got the, I guess, mountain lion. But uh, I dig it. Um yeah, I it's distinct. I like I it's I kind of dig their color scheme and yeah, looks good. Number three, BC Lions. My number two pick, and I guess since this will tell you what my number one pick, so we should I'll probably do... pick our number one and then say our number two, I guess, or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, we can do that. So my number one pick is the well, it's between Toronto and it's between Montreal. Um, both great logos. Toronto has the boat that looks like a football with the sail that looks like an A. Beautiful logo. It's recently changed. Same with Montreal. I love like how the M looks, kind of like a bird with wings. But the Double blue, the Toronto Argonauts get my number one pick, and the Montreal Alouettes come in at number two. Okay, okay. Well, I uh, I went with my heart. I went with my heart on this one. I bleed green. You know, it's uh, it's a logo you see across the world. And uh, it's just, it's instantly recognizable. Um, yeah, Saskatchewan, number one. And my number two, the Alouettes. The Alouettes, I, I love the design. It's simple, but it's great looking. Like, it's it's distinct. It's, yeah. So they're number it two as well. Like, it looks like what their team name is supposed to represent because I Correct. believe the LOH is like a some bird thing or something. So yeah. Um that's our picks. We I'm not going through the professional picks. I don't really care. Um we're kind of uh running out of 
time here a little bit. So the other CFL topic that we were going to talk about, I will just hint at it, but I'll just move it to next week because it'll still be in the news. And we got a USFL league, the United States Football League. Um, it used to be in the 80s. It's coming back next year. Um, that's basically all I'm going to say about it for now. Like I said, we'll uh, pass it off to you next episode. How's that sound? Sounds good. All right. That's world key there. Um, baseball. Holy crap, is it fun to be a Jays fan right now? <laughs> um, they have a player named, you know what, I'm going to let Austin say this name. I'm assuming he knows who I'm talking about. We got Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Um, he is now the league-leading home run hitter, I guess, with 18. Um, he's still young. He's a great player. I know he dropped a lot of weight from the offseason. I think something like 40 pounds or something like that. Um, so he's quicker, but seems like every time he connects with or properly connects with that ball, it is gone. Excuse me. Um, he's passed uh, Fernando Tates Jr. and Ronaldo. I should have got you to try this name as well. Ronaldo Anuna Jr. Um, I apologize for butchering that last name. But it also got my brain thinking when I did these notes that there's a lot of juniors in the major, in the MLB. Um, Yeah. I kind of just, real quick, what do you think of Vlad's performance and what do you think of all the juniors? Well, I think it's just, it's interesting because you see the similar thing in NHL, but not. You see similar last names because uh, players, former players, often some have, will have future players. Uh, but I guess maybe just different cultures of players leads to naming them the junior and then keeping the senior as opposed to just the last name. I don't know. It's interesting. Um, yeah, and I guess just... Baseball, you just see a lot of players following in their parents' footsteps. Um, baseball, honestly, is a very easy game to grasp on, like a technical level when it comes to the rules. For the most part, I, I know in the major leagues, some of the rules get real finicky, but the object of the game is very simple. Um, I mean, I guess in most sports it is, but you guys know where I'm going with this, so I guess you 
you know, lots of times you have your dad taught you baseball at an early age. So yeah. and it starts there. So I was just stoned when I did these notes and I just thought it was interesting. So I just want to bring it yeah, up. Yeah, I would agree with that. It is interesting. Um, Something else that's kind of interesting is the fact that the MLB kind of passing this new um, protocol, I guess you call it, where the umpires will be able to enforce the foreign substance rules. So, like, that's for pitchers putting, like, that tar stuff on the baseballs or any type of substance that gives them an edge um, when it comes to pitching. Uh it's, it's kind of a big deal in a way. I'm kind of torn about how I feel about this because you can see a lot of umpires be biased in the MLB a lot of times. So apparently how they're going to do it is going to be random checks, which that's what scares me is when will the umpire decide to randomly check the pitchers? Um, if they do catch someone, then it does end up being a 10-game suspension without pay. 10-day, not 10-game. Sorry, yeah, 10-day suspension without pay. Yeah. Which... If you're a starting pitcher, let's say, you only pitch like every five games anyways. Yeah, it's like a couple of games, I think. So that's only like, that's about a week. We're just under a week in uh, a baseball schedule. So, yeah, it's really not that long when you're playing well 182 game so that's a lot of days <laughs> yeah uh, before we move on what do you think about the umpires being able to enforce this rule and I'm just really worried about how biased they might be yeah, I mean, there definitely might be bias, but I, I will say, and in reading the article a little bit, seeing just, like, the batting average league-wide is the lowest it's ever been. So the pitchers have been so dominant, and they're just, like, I guess maybe realizing that they need to crack down on it more. It's such a problem that it's, like, I don't know, it's, I guess whatever they got to do to bring that batting average up. Yeah. Um, I guess we will see what happens. It sounds like it'll take a couple weeks for them to put, put this in place and all that deal. But I kind of really want to at least get to this first topic of um, in the NBA. Because we haven't really been talking about 
playoffs that often. We've been true. So, so, so distracted by the NHL playoffs, which I'm not going to lie. Football and hockey, that's minor awesome main sports that we enjoy and watch all the time. Yeah. However, we do enjoy all sports and we do recognize when there's a something interesting happening in a particular sport. And between the Clippers and the Mavericks, that series went to game seven. I have the result. The first six games were all won by the row team. That has never happened in NBA history before. Oh, wow. Um, so it went to game seven. Um, Clippers being the home team, they were trying to beat that streak. The Mavericks got 111 points. So they did damn well. However, the LA Clippers finally a home team win and they got 126 points. Um, it's just nuts to see in any uh, like NHL, any series that or any sport that has a seven game playoff series um, or even just the single games in football is always crazy to see the road team win um, but for it to happen six games straight <laughs> yeah is absolutely insane apparently and that to have never happened in NBA history is also insane very um, true. <laughs> we got a few minutes left, so what do you got? What do you want to share about the NBA and any other sports stuff that you want to add while I take my last little toke here? Well, uh, I do believe I saw something about this is going to be the first NBA Finals since 2010. To not have either Steph Curry or LeBron James in it, so that's kind of cool. Uh, get some different people in there. Yeah, it's kind of that's the one thing I'm not that big a fan about the NBA and the NBA playoffs is that you you don't necessarily see the same teams all the time. But quite often, you see the same players. Yeah. And they just jump to the next highest bidder, and that team just ends up winning. So, right. Um, I didn't know that. That's kind of awesome. That's really great to hear. It's, that makes me happy. Um, <laughs> I, I figured you'd like that. Yeah, I don't have any other uh, stuff to uh, talk about. I'm, I'll hint at it again. I'm quite excited for next episode already because we will be talking about the USFL and what yeah. that might mean to the CFL slash what it might mean to the XFL as well. 
that all come. Um, my stoner statement, because I'm quite stoned. <laughs> Hockey, I love the playoffs. You do not disappoint NHL. CFL, June 14th. Please be good news. MLB, um, you know what? I'm stoned. I forget what I talked about in MLB. Blue Jays, go Blue Jays. And then NBA, um, again, we got Clippers, Mavericks, finally, home team wins. That was a little scrambly, but that's okay. Everyone out there, stay stoned and stay safe. Bye.